When it comes to work, communication is key. Even if you don't have a writing job, sounding unconfident, indecisive, or passive-aggressive can hold you back professionally and hurt your team's productivity. Grammarly Premium's advanced tone suggestions make sure you're always sending the right message. Sound clear and confident in your writing and automatically replace negative-leaning language with solution-focused alternatives. With Grammarly's help, you can build stronger relationships at work, be constructive in the face of challenges, and help your team get things done. Grammarly works where you do, so your team's projects get done before the deadline. And with features like comprehensive spelling, grammar, and clarity-focused sentence rewrites, Grammarly helps keep your writing efficient and mistake-free. The right tone can move any project forward. Get it just right with Grammarly. Go to grammarly.com slash podcast to sign up for free. Then get 20% off when you upgrade to premium. That's 20% off at grammarly.com slash podcast. Mobile phone companies say they offer home internet. But if their internet comes from a cell phone network, you should know. It's just phone internet, not home internet. Keep your home up to speed with Cox. Cox Internet is faster and has more reliable download speeds than 5G home internet. Cox is the real home internet you're looking for. Based on Cox analysis of UCLA speed test intelligence data, Q3 2022 and Cox serviceable areas, visit cox.com slash internet for details. This is the Dark Illumination Report podcast for Sunday, August 23rd, 2020. On today's episode, we're going to be talking about what it means to offend the gods. This is the Dark Illumination Report podcast, the official podcast of Shadow Path Diabolism, your daily dose of Diabolonian philosophy to inspire you on your journey down the crooked shadow path. Here's your host, R.J. Womack, Brother Nero. Hey everybody, thanks for joining me for another episode of the podcast. This is RJ Womack, aka Brother Nero, and this is the Dark Illumination Report podcast, the podcast where we promote the religious worship of Satan and demons as a serious faith and way of life. And we're also the Not Satanism podcast. That's going to be the new official tagline of this podcast, Not Satanism podcast. Because there are some people who don't seem to understand the difference between diabolism, shadow path diabolism specifically, and Satanism. Shadow path diabolism is a specific tradition of devil worship that I am uh, basically creating from scratch based on um, traditional witchcraft, based on ancient paganism, and based on medieval devil worship. So just in case people keep saying, well, that's not the way a Satanist would think, that's right, because we're not Satanist. I'm going to keep saying this for the next couple of episodes until people understand this is the Not Satanism podcast. Okay? All right. Anyway, now that I've gotten my sarcasm out of the way, we can get to the actual topic of the show. But before I do that, I want to tell you that um, we've got episodes of Nero and the Pig coming up. We're in the process of recording several episodes, so we have several episodes in the can so that we start off the show on the right foot. And it's going to be the first official show of the podcast network. We're probably going to launch the podcast network at the same time. So I just wanted to let you guys know that. Now, one of the things I want to talk about today is this idea of offending the gods. One of the things we talk about in Shadow Path Diabolism is we talk about do whatever you want, leave your brothers and sisters alone, let them believe in whatever they want to believe in, practice however they want to practice, 
and and just basically don't bother each other. Let each other be whatever they're meant to be and be true to yourself. The only thing we say is the only sin in shadow path diabolism is don't offend the gods, don't offend Satan, don't offend the demons. What does that mean? I've been giving a lot of thought to this because I realize it's kind of a very vague kind of term and it doesn't really help you understand what I mean. And I, I gave a lot of thought to this topic today when I was having conversations with other people and when I was spending time on my own thinking about these things when I was doing my ritual practice and stuff. But I think when we say don't offend the gods, it's not about what our high priest, our high priestess, or our minister says has offended the gods. It's not about what our partner or our friends say has offended the gods. It's that thing that you've done that is so bad that you don't have to have anybody tell you that you've offended the gods. You know in the depths of your soul that you've done wrong, that you've broken your promise to Satan, that you've went against his will and you know he's not happy with you. It's something that you know. You don't have to have anybody tell you. And I've had friends of mine who have expressed this kind of feeling where they where they know they've done something wrong, not because somebody told them or because they read it in a book. or And it's not about stuff like, oh, I slept with this many people or I did this or I did that. It's not like the Christian God. It's not like, oh, I, you know, I, I did this wrong thing and I've committed a sin against Satan. It's literally when you haven't kept your promises to him, when you've made commitments to him and you've fallen short, or when you've done something that you know he doesn't approve of, that is not his way of doing things. And like I said, the biggest difference is you know it. It's not, it's not based on the opinions of other people. It's not based on the opinions of any tradition or any particular approach to, to Satanism or diabolism. It's something inside you, you know, when you've offended the gods, you don't have to have anybody tell you that. And I had a friend of mine once who told me that she knew that she had offended Satan and she knew that she had not listened to him and not taken his guidance. And she felt like she was unworthy to, uh, to be at his altar and worship him. Now, it wasn't because some priest came along and told her that she had offended the gods. It wasn't because some person that represented the tradition said, you've done wrong. It's she within herself knew in her soul, in her heart of hearts, that she had done wrong. And her relationship between her and Satan had been damaged. And she knew that because she could feel it within herself and with, with, with that connection with Satan. And that's the distinction between knowing when you've offended the gods and when you've offended the sensibilities of your fellow coven members or your, your partner or your whatever, you know, uh, your friends. When you've done something against Satan, you know it in the core of your soul. And you know it and you don't have to have anybody tell you. And that's the key difference, I think. And it's very rare to do that. I mean, it's very rare to offend Satan. And while I'm on the topic of offending Satan, one of the things I want to make clear about Pax, this has been my experience, so so it may not be the same for you. And remember that all the opinions I give you on this podcast are based on my personal experience. And your personal experience may be a bit different, but generally, the one of the things I've noticed about Satan is that he holds everybody accountable to their own packs. He doesn't have like a standard pack that he makes with someone. It's not like 
everybody has to agree to the same things. Everybody believes the same things. So say, for example, you know, when I was young, I made a pact that basically said, I will honor you and I will treat you the way that the Christians treat Jehovah. In other words, I'll give you the same respect, the same reverence, the same level of dedication that the Christians and the Jews give to Jehovah. So his standards for me are going to be higher because I said that's what I wanted. That's what I offered him. So when you make a pact with Satan, it's not that he holds you to a standard that he set for you. He didn't demand a certain level of worship. Typically what happens is he takes your pact, he takes your offer the way you've made it, and he holds you to it. So if your pact is something that says, you know, I will devote myself to you and no one else will ever come before you and I will never have a relationship with another person. I will never put that person before you. I will dedicate my life entirely to you. And you break that, then you've broken your oath. It's not that Satan demanded that of you. That's the oath you made. And he holds you accountable to the promises that you make. And let's say you have a friend who says, hey, Satan, you know, I'll offer you a beer once a month. Okay, Satan will hold him accountable to that, right? So if you make a promise that you're going to dedicate your entire life and sacrifice everything you have for Satan, and then you don't fulfill it, Satan's going to hold you accountable to that, that offer that you made. But if your friend over here says he's going to offer him a beer once a month, he'll hold him accountable to that standard. He holds us to our own level of commitment. It's not that he demands a specific level of commitment. It's that he holds us to the promises that we made. So once you make a pact, you better make sure you hold to it. And I think he, I think that's the unique thing about Satan. He touches each person as an individual. He reaches out to them and reaches out to them in their way. So if you make a pact that's different than mine, it's okay. And he will he will communicate with you on your level of dedication. However, if I were to do the same thing, he might be upset with that because I'm not living up to my personal commitments. And I think that's very important for people to understand that whatever your commitments are that you've made to the gods, whatever standards you've set for yourself, once you've made that commitment, you have to live up to that commitment. And that's the most important thing. And everybody's personal commitment to Satan is different because Satan respects individuality. He respects personal sovereignty. Anyway, that's it for today, guys. Take care. If you would like to learn more about the shadow path diabolism tradition of occultism, go to rjwomack.com. That's rjwomack.com. If you enjoy this podcast and support our message, tell a friend, leave us a review, and follow us on social media. Mobile phone companies say they offer home internet, but if their internet comes from a cell phone network, you should know. It's just phone internet, not home internet. Keep your home up to speed with Cox. Cox Internet is faster and has more reliable download speeds than 5G home Internet. Cox is the real home Internet you're looking for. Based on Cox analysis of UCLA speed test intelligence data, Q3 2022 and Cox serviceable areas, visit cox.com internet for details. My mom is 81 and she's having trouble walking, taking care of herself and remembering things. 
there are expectations. My mom feels I'm her daughter and I should be able to do for her. Sometimes the help they need is more than we can do alone. Care makes it easy to find senior caregivers who live nearby and know how to help. I love my mom, but I, I need some help. The best decisions are made with care. Find help for your mom or dad at care.com.